My name is Johan, and this is Beholding. I'm taking a long journey endeavoring to find out what God is like using the scriptures as my roadmap, and I'm inviting you to come with me. The podcast is our canvas, and the painting is an ever-expanding portrait of Jesus. So let's pause and take the time to behold him together. When we are on the beach, we only see a small part of the ocean. However, we know that there is much more beyond the horizon. We only see a small part of God's great love, a few jewels of his great riches. But we know that there is much more beyond the horizon. The best is yet to come when we see Jesus face to face. Corey Ten Boom. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beholding. I'm Johan. I'm so happy that you join me again today. So again, by now you know you can check out the website beholding.ca to find out all the information and how to get a hold of me. You can find that in the show notes as well. So last week we finished Revelation 4, what I call the fascination litmus test. John's encounter in heaven continues in Revelation 5. We'll be looking at verses 1 to 5. This is the first part of the storyline involving the scroll. So here's Revelation 5, verses 1 to 5. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look into it. And I began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Now, keep in mind the mystery of heaven. We don't know how this all works with time and space. John saw it, and in its context, it's describing a future event when he breaks the seven seals and sets into motion the final events of the current age. This is, again, just to note, and it's not a detailed study. You can look into that a little bit more if you want. But we're going to take what's here and we're going to pull up what we learn about his character and his nature, about him, anything about him in this passage, and we're going to write it down. Number one, he holds a sealed scroll in his right hand with writing on the front and back. Number two, he sits on a throne. Number three, he has announcing angels with loud voices. Number four, from his throne room, there is a mystery. It's a mysterical access to see what's going on in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Take note, this is not a flat earth reference. I don't condone that theology. Number five, there is only one person in all of created order that is worthy to open the scroll. Number six, the elders in heaven 
are able to respond to what's happening in the throne room. Number eight, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Number nine, he is the root of David. Ten, he has conquered. And lastly, he is worthy to open the scroll and its seven seals. So again, when we make a list, we like to declare these things so that they find their way into our prayer life. So we're going to do that here. You hold a scroll in your right hand. You sit there, enthroned in heaven, in the highest place. You created powerful announcing angels with loud voices. And they are around you. They are before you. You access from that place, that throne room, the goings on in all of created order. You see it all. There is only one who is able to open the scroll. That's you. The elders around your throne respond. They are real. They interact with the saints. You are the line of the tribe of Judah. You keep and you acknowledge your human bloodline and your ties to the earth. This is important to you. You are the root of David. You have conquered and therefore you, Jesus, are the only one in all of heaven and in all of earth and under the earth that is worthy to open the scroll and its seven seals. So Jesus, we thank you that you are the one that is worthy because you are the only one that can be trusted, the only one that can be trusted to open the seals and release judgments because you are not a tyrant. You are full of love and compassion and justice. You are righteous and fully just in your ways. Jesus, we love your leadership and the way you lead. Thank you, Jesus, that you've conquered. Thank you that you reveal your care for us by still using names that tie you to the earth, to your Jewish roots and heritage, even as you sit in the heavenly places. It gives us joy knowing that you are mindful of us and that you haven't given up on Israel. So how do these things make you feel? Are there questions or anything that offends you or anything that arises within you when you read these things? Write them down, meditate on them, take the time to have a conversation, talk to the Lord about it. And if you want to share what you got, I'd love to hear about it as well. Just visit beholding.ca 
Thank you again for taking this exciting journey with me. We'll talk to you again soon. May God give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Thank you.